Paul was strengthened and, and bond, they were strengthened. Why? Yeah. They were strengthened by the revelation Amen. God was giving Amen. them. This is so wonderful. You don't get strong just by sitting in church, mm -hmm. man. You got to have something inside Amen. of you. Welcome to The Healing Touch with Bishop Ronald F. Kimball, presiding bishop of the Life Center Churches. You can find out more about Bishop Kimball and Life Center Church at www.thelifecenter.org. Now, here's Bishop Kimball with today's message. Well, good morning, saints of God. God be with you this morning. Such a wonderful day that God has given us. The scriptures say, let us rejoice and be glad in it. That's Amen. the option God gave us. There's no other options but to be glad we in this day. Thank God for my dear friend and colleague, none other than the Overseer, Pastor Connie, or Overseer King. Thank you, Bishop. God, God bless you, man. Thank you. You know, I take it a, a, a wonderful privilege and a joy to, to sit and discuss the Word of God with a man that I know who really loves God and really serious about the Word of God. As I look forward and see what's going on in our world, in our government, and in the church, I know we're right at the brink of something. I'm not a prophet, so I can't say what it is, but according to the scripture, we're right at that place where something great is going to happen because God never takes his people from one place to another place unless it's something better. Now, when we look at the children of Israel, when they went into the Babylonian captivity, they went with a promise from God that he would come back and revisit them and bring them out after 70 years. So that was a good thing. He could have destroyed them, but he took them to something better than being destroyed, and that was down to Babylon. And here's what God tells them. They were not obedient people. They were worshiping idols. They were doing everything contrary to the covenant God made with them. And here is how gracious God is. In Jeremiah 29, 11, he said, I know my thoughts toward you, disobedient people, thoughts of good and not evil. And God said, I want you to have a future and a hope. I couldn't let you continue the way you were continuing. You would have destroyed yourself, but I took you to something better. I took you to a place where you could recoup, recover. And in 70 years, I bring you out. Even here in these United States, in our country, God is not going to sit back and let his people destroy themselves. If we only understood his love and his commitment to us, that God have something better. There's something better. You say, yes, but many people are dying and many people are being affected. We all come here with the day we're supposed to leave here. It just so happened that the day they were supposed to leave here, this pandemic was going on. It just so happened the day that the people were supposed to leave, the, the Twin Towers fell. That was not an accident or coincidental. That's all in the plan of God. We're here today in the plan of God. Amen. Now, we've been going through the book of Acts, and I tell you, I had to come to a halt when we got to chapter 15 because it was such a wonderful, amazing, eye-opening experience to look at what was going on and to see the hand of God moving. How did the church get from Acts here to the 21st century? How did we go from people being brought into the family of God by the Holy Spirit to now coming in by church membership. It has been a drastic change in the way we do business with God, and there has been a drastic change in the results we're getting from God. Now, that's very, very important 
to remember. So as we look at this today, Pastor, I have some wonderful, wonderful things that I want to share. But how do you see as we chapter 15 really to me is a transitional chapter. Yes. It's when now the council has spoken and we see in verse 36, Paul begins to go on his second missionary Missionary journey. journey. Mm -hmm. So this Mm -hmm. is the end of the first missionary journey. There's been so much bought up. And the main question was, do a Gentile have to be circumcised and follow the law of Moses Mm -hmm. to be saved? Yes. And Paul answers that. I mean, in so many ways in some of his letters, but the one I was reading was a letter to the Philippian when he was in, in jail in Rome there. He wrote to the Philippians. They were people, they were having their days, and he wrote to them about joy. He wrote to them about unity. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to have unity, you have to have the Spirit of God present with you, and that's, that's something very, very mm-hmm. important. Yes. When I uh, looked at chapter 15, Bishop, and kind of in a nutshell, there's about three or four points that I want to share with you this morning. On the surface, many today will overlook chapter 15 because of the attention uh, Uh that's given to circumcision. However, the lessons that are of value to us today in the 21st century church is two things, and that is of salvation and fellowship. Yes. That has never left off the table, so to speak. That is Mm -hmm. still what God looks for in his church is salvation and fellowship. Today, just like in the first century church, people try to add different kinds of things to salvation. They, such thing as religious observations or particular ceremony and experiences. And God is constantly letting us know in his word, it doesn't take that to be saved. It's by grace and grace alone. Whatever the case, we need to say, as Peter said in verse 11 of chapter 15, when he says, we believe we are saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, in the same way as they are also. And I thought that was something that we should not even water down or overlook and to understand as the first century church was, so it is with the 21st century church, we are part of God's eternal plan. The eternal plan of God is revealed in time in accordance with his predetermined time. Mm-hmm. So whatever is happening, as you just alluded to about the 9-11, the mm-hmm. pandemic, none of these things are catching God by but, surprise. No, 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 this nothing. is the eternal plan of God that's being manifested in time. That's right on. That's it because in Acts chapter 15, mm-hmm. James, who spoke about the decision he made, Mm-hmm. In verse 14 of chapter 15, he says, Simeon has related how God first concerned himself about taking from among the Gentiles a people for his name. Yes. Now, that's very, very important. They came to a decision based upon what God had already said. Amen. Now, yeah. I believe as being pastors and leaders today, when we can understand what God has already said yes. and we yeah. can apply it to now, mm-hmm. then we're following the plan of God. Yes. He didn't yes. ask us to come up with new ideas, new mm-hmm. opinions, new ways to have church. And it, and it has really, really caused me to do something soul searching after being with the church over 40 years and uh, I must come to grips with a lot of things that I saw happening that I allowed to happen because at the time this is where I was but I must confess and repent that those were not the things God wanted to happen Mm -hmm. and we, we have to make it clear 
and perfectly clear mm -hmm. that it is only God's plan that he won't care Amen. about. Amen. So you have people coming to the church today, they're wounded, they have all different kinds of addictions, these people have some sort of demonic control, inner hurts, they just come out of a broken relationship, you know, and mm -hmm. one goes one church, one goes, but they're hurt they're inside. Yes. They're hurt, yes. and that hurt doesn't go away because you join the church. Mm -hmm. That hurts there. Mm -hmm. So what does the church do? The church take you in, hurt, wounded, mm -hmm. still under that oppression, whether it be demonic or whatever, and they assign you to a ministry. Mm -hmm. So here you are, depressed and on all kind of mind-altering drugs or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. Okay, you can sing, you can usher, you can work with the children, you can do this. Yes. And what we do is we hurt them more. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we wonder, how did the church get this way? We're not following the example laid out in Scripture. Right. Because you get in a new environment, a new church, does not mean you've been delivered from your past Amen. hurts, Amen. from all of the anger and all of the attitude that comes with where you come from. Mm -hmm. A new environment does not mean you are delivered. Amen. That's not what it means. And Amen. so we have this a lot of time and we find it all the time. You know, once you get finished with that new member class is what we call it. Yeah. I guess that's your credentials for ministry. Yeah, you're ready to go now. Yeah, mm -hmm. but see, freedom, freedom can only come from Jesus, Amen. whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Freedom can only come from Jesus. And I looked at this, I don't know how long this week, and this is what I come up with. Mm -hmm. There's a word called latent, L-A-T-E-N-T, mm -hmm. latent, it says. It's when the power is present, but invisible or inactive, lying hidden and undeveloped within a personal thing. Now you have the potential. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. God has saved you and some things in life have actually sent you on an alternate course, but you still have the opportunity yes. to develop and be a saint for God. And I want to try to get to it before we end <laughs> in Romans 15. Paul says there's two kinds of people in the church, weak and strong. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. isn't that amazing? Yeah. How do we know strong people from weak people? Mm. We don't, don't. know, mm -hmm. but the Bible defines it for us. Yes. So as leaders and yes. people in the church, we can know. Everybody think that it's strong Christian. Mm -hmm. Paul wrote to the Corinthians in chapter 3. He says, I couldn't speak to you as carnal, yeah. for you are still babes, all this mumbling and grumbling and mm -hmm. things going on with you. He says you are still babes in Christ. Mm -hmm. So this is one distinction that I believe as leaders of the church we should note. Yes. Who is strong and, and who, who is the weak? weak? No, Amen. Nobody will say they're weak. Mm -hmm. You know, they, mm -hmm. they join, they get saved today and they prophesy on tomorrow. Yes. Uh, yeah. That's, that's that's demonic, yeah, man. Yes. And, and see, here's what I'm saying here. The power is present. It mm -hmm. may be invisible or active, but it's there to develop you. Mm -hmm. Now, that which exists in an undeveloped state, but which can be brought to development in the normal course of events. So that's every child of God. When you receive God's spirit, it doesn't mean you know everything, but it means there's a power that rests with you that can bring you to full development during the normal course of events. God's going to give you some situation to take yes, you through. He's yes, going to bring yes. some people in your life, yes. not for you to run them away, but develop you. That's right. You know why evil people in our lives, God want to let us know whether our love work or not. Amen. If you can't love 
love your enemy, you mm. don't have God's love. That's right. You, you got that developed. off the radio, man. <laughs> so it's something that God wants done. Man. See, the word of God and the Holy Spirit is vital, it's necessary yes. for us to be who God wants us to Amen. be. You yeah. need the word of God. Yes. You can't skip out on it. You can't mm. come to church every now and then. You need to sit and listen to the word of God on a regular basis, mm -hmm. consistently and constantly. Feed the word of God. Yes. And it's the word of God, the Holy Spirit is vital for your development. That's right. It's That's just right. like you got to eat certain vitamins and certain minerals. You mm -hmm. have to eat a, a balanced diet if mm -hmm. you want to develop. That's right. And it's, That's it's right. necessary. I have to eat. Food mm -hmm. is necessary Amen. for me. Yes. So I think it's important to understand why the church was doing what it was doing because you had some weak people in there. That's right. That's right. You had some weak people. Yeah. And Bishop, you know, throughout Scripture, from the time of Moses, even with Paul and the men in Acts, God has already has established a pattern yes. for whatever, even with the building of the tabernacle, build it after the pattern that's in heaven. That's right. When we look at what Paul was doing here in Acts 15, these men approached and patterned in spreading the gospel. It was in accordance with Acts 1-8, what Jesus told them to do. And it was a spreading of gospel that would equip, encourage, and engage believers believers for the kingdom of God. Yes. Yeah. When we get to verse 36 of chapter 15, the Bible says they revisited and their revisitation was to build on their strength as you were just alluding to, and to strengthen their weaknesses. And that's something that you have always shared with me. Mm -hmm. But they was doing this through the reception of the Jerusalem letter. Mm -hmm. Verse 32 of chapter 15, show you how repetitive it was in this chapter alone. Judas and Silas, also being prophets themselves, encouraged and strengthened the brethren with the lengthy message. Verse 41, same chapter. And he oh was traveling God. through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening, strengthening the churches. That's, that's so that's, it's evident and it's required of the church today to do likewise. To strengthen the people. Yes. We don't strengthen people through the things that are going on. People are strengthened through the word of God, Amen. through encouragement, Amen. through love, devotion. Amen. That's how you make them strong. Yes. And here's, let me just read verse 1 and 2 of Romans 14. Okay. He writes this letter, and this is one book that I told you. Scholars debate on who the author of this book is. This got to be Paul. I mm -hmm. take it nothing less than Paul, even though his name is on it and there's nothing in it to actually say it is actually him. But the writings of it, the understanding of it, Rome at this time being a predominantly Gentile church, you know, when Claudius kicked all the Jews out of Rome and they were gone for like four or five years till he died, they came back. So the Roman church was predominantly Gentile. Mm -hmm. So he writes to this church, he says, now, I'm just going to read these two verses. Okay. Now, accept the one who is weak in faith. Mm hmm Mm -hmm. but not for the purpose of passing judgment on his opinions. Yes. Now, yes. I, I like that. Mm -hmm. Now, those guys who came down from Jerusalem saying that you got to be circumcised mm -hmm. and follow the law of Moses, they were not strong in the faith. They had not mm -hmm. received the revelation yes, that right. Paul had. Mm -hmm. Paul was strengthened and, and they were strengthened. Why? Yeah. They were strengthened by the revelation, revelation. God was giving Amen. them. This is so wonderful. You don't get strong just by sitting in church, mm -hmm. man. You got to have something inside Amen. of you. Yeah. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast. If you'd like this message in its entirety, contact us by phone at 407-628-3229, extension 114, or visit our online store at www.thelifecenter.org.